This is Morning Jolt with Sister Ignatia from the Sisters of St. Francis of Perpetual Adoration. Morning Jolt is a production of Spoke Street Media. Wake up! Hey, I'm Sister Ignatia. I'm here with Sister Carol Ann. Oh, thank you so much for doing this. You're welcome. <laughs> what did you think when I asked you, hey, do you have like something you want to talk about? And what, what was your first, first thought? Uh, I hope this isn't live. <laughs> I was Disclaimer. a little nervous, but <laughs> not live. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, and this is yeah the first time that we've talked recorded. We mm-hmm. talk often. We live together. Yes, but, that's um, very true. Maybe, yeah. Can you share a little, just a little bit about like how long you've been sister, what you do for everybody? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like you said, my name's Sister Carol Ann. I have been a sister for almost eight years. In, I am in temporary vows in our community, the Sisters of St. Francis of Perpetual Adoration, and I am currently serving in our healthcare apostolate. My background is in accounting. I worked in public accounting before I entered the convent, so I'm working in the finance area for our health system, and I also help with some of the accounting for the convent. Wow. And the other day for recreation, what did we do? We solved a word problem. <laughs> Together. Yes. <laughs> so fun. It, it took us pretty far back to freshman algebra. I took it in eighth grade, I guess. It was but, a freshman. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty hard. <laughs> one it was. Of, one of our sisters is a math teacher at Marion High School, <laughs> and she gave us one of the actual problems that she gave her students. Um, For freshmen. Yeah. We eventually got the right answer. We did. She thought we did it a lot more complicated uh, (laughs) than we needed to, but we got there. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So maybe she'll, yeah, maybe she'll give us another one. Yeah. I think the the thing I'm kind of a little bitter about is that she took off points because it was to do with money and we did not put a dollar sign in front of our answer. So, Mm -hmm. and as the accountant, you're like, I know how this works. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I learned my lesson. Okay. Also, another disclaimer: we're not drinking coffee. That's true. We usually do drink coffee, but we decided to go the tea route. Yeah. So, uh, do you remember the kind of tea that you actually have? Rooibos tea. Okay. Yes. Great. I uh, another disclaimer: I'm I'm kind of old, and we're podcasting <laughs> in the afternoon, and I, if I drink coffee in the afternoon, I can't fall asleep at night. Oh. So we went for the tea route. Yeah. I feel like it's also healthier. Yeah. yeah. I got some like ginger tea. Thanks to my mom. So, um, late Christmas present. So yeah, it was just separate Good. tea and yeah. yeah. And sister Carol Ann, you, okay. You're full of surprises because when I <laughs> asked what you might be, you want to like to talk about St. John of God came up yeah. and to be honest, when I first saw that thought of like, Hey, we could talk about this. I was like, man, I am a bad Catholic sister because I don't know anything about him. <laughs> um, so could you, yeah, could you share like what, um, how did you find out about St. John of God? Why, like, yeah, what he inspired in you or. Yeah, yeah I'll be honest. I don't know a lot about him either. <laughs> but I think his name is cool. Like all these saints are from places, you know, like St. Francis of Assisi Ooh, and yeah. St. Teresa of Alva. And mm-hmm. he's of God. Like, <laughs> that's what I Where is that place? Yeah. I don't want to be like St. Caroline of Mishawaka. I want to be of God. That's pretty cool. But, I like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he was born in Portugal and then mm-hmm. lived much of his life in Spain. And he's actually uh, the patron saint of 
hospitals. He started a hospital to care for the poor who were in need of health care. And he's also um, the patron of mental illness, which as in our health system, mm-hmm. we there's just a lot that the mental illness and the physical health and the spiritual health all go hand in hand. And so I just was kind of inspired by that. But the main reason that I chose him. The truth. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get was, to the truth. <laughs> I um, have this distinct memory of when I was in, I was probably like 22, 23. Mm-hmm. And my grandmother was in poor health. My dad and I were going to go visit her to see her. And it's a kind of a long drive. While we were driving, there was kind of a lull in conversation. And dad pulls out his phone and says, let's look up who the saint for today is. And it was St. John of God. And that was the first time I've ever heard of him. But it really was such a gift because it was an insight for me into my dad's prayer life. And uh, growing up, we talked about God probably more with my mom. She would always Mm -hmm. ask us, what was your Holy Spirit moment today? (laughs) How was the Holy Spirit working? (laughs) But, um, and I knew dad had a prayer life um, and that his faith was really important to him, but it was a neat insight to me into some of his daily devotions in terms of he was praying with the saint of the day and learning more about the saints. And I just really was inspired by that in my own devotion to the saints, but also just you know, what an invitation to parents everywhere to share things about the faith with their children. And the saints is a great place to start. It's not so intimidating. (laughs) That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, How would you, uh, yeah, describe your, your dad, like just like personality wise? Yeah. Um, well I would call him an extrovert, but he really, uh, yeah, he rarely, uh, shows that. Okay. (laughs) Get him going. He he loves interacting with people, um, but he's a deep man of faith. And Mm -hmm. um, I think that came from his childhood. Um, He grew up on a farm and I think, I don't know, just through scripture, you see Mm -hmm. so many farming analogies. And I really have learned from him how much as a farmer, you have to trust in the Lord. Like they had no control over, little control over their Mm -hmm. crops. And they would have hail and it would ruin the crops for the year. And so I think there's a deep dependence on the Lord and that I didn't really learn growing up in Mm. suburbia (laughs) in the same way. (laughs) Um, So I think part of that came from his childhood and his parents, but also I think he's really done a great job of nurturing his faith as an adult, Mm -hmm. um, probably especially through Christ Renews His Parish experience and then... um, now daily mass is an important part of his life and mm-hmm. praying with the the readings and with the saints. Mm. Now in that moment, like what was your like first reaction? Were you like, oh my gosh, I don't even, I never know who the saint of the day is. Or did yeah. you like <laughs> from that moment, did you start to like look into the saints or like to find like, a special devotion that was close to you or? Yeah, I would say I kind of was, I mean, I was not a teenager, but I was still a little bit at that point of, you know, rolling my eyes. (laughs) Fair, fair. No judgment. um, But I think, uh, and this, I would say I was a faithful young woman. Mm -hmm. Um, I was not yet discerning religious life, but I think to me it was, yeah, it was eye-opening in terms of, yeah, the importance of, I guess, daily devotions and Mm -hmm. of um, devotion to the saints. I 
had devotions to saints, I think that experience with my dad inspired me, but I think my devotion to the saints has really grown since I've been a sister because Mm -hmm. our life is so um, structured around the church and the church calendar and the liturgy, the hours we pray each day. And often we will take the, the office for a certain saint. And it's been a gift to see all of the different gifts and charisms Mm -hmm. of all of the different saints. You have lay people, priests, sisters, young people, old people, all different types of saints, and they all are glorifying the Lord. And there's a lot of commonalities between each of us Mm -hmm. and the saints. And the biggest thing they did is they just loved the Lord and said yes to his will. So that's a big invitation to me to Mm -hmm. try to do that every day. (laughs) Yeah. The, the path is simple, but like they all did it. They're all different. Right. Um, Yeah. There's not one way to holiness. Yeah. Is there like a saint that kind of has cropped up like since you've entered, that's like become special to you? Yeah. So, uh, what the saint that's probably the most special to me since I've entered is John Paul II, Mm. who I'm named after my, um, (laughs) name, sister Carolyn is K A R O L, which was the name of John Paul, um, in Polish. It means Charles in, Mm. English, but it was his name before he became the Pope. And so I took him as my patron when I changed my name as a sister. And I really have been inspired by him. He was the Pope of my childhood. And I had the gift of going to World Youth Day in Toronto when I was 16. And that was a a huge experience for me of the universality of the church. You know, we were able to see John Paul, he would fly in his helicopter every day and (laughs) um, would come through in his little Pope mobile and we'd all get as close as we could um, to the (laughs) fence. And he had uh, mass and adoration with us. And it was beautiful to me to see, you know, there were a lot of people there from the United States and from Canada, but also from all over the world. And yeah, he was such a gift to the church, especially to young people in igniting the faith of young people and yeah, he just gave us amazing writings. He's a yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's a great saint. So, and I had the opportunity to go to Poland as well and to see mm. kind of where he lived and the huge impact that he's had on that country as well. Yeah. Yeah, what would you say to I mean, I think probably a group of young people that are maybe the generation younger than us who have no memory of him, mm-hmm. which is like mind-boggling to me. Yeah. I'm like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> Like, how do you not know, have a memory of him or have seen a picture or heard him speak? But I do see like a still a great devotion, like in the younger generation. But like, yeah, would there be something that you might say to them of like, no, like this is what he really means. Like just like imparting the importance, I guess Mm -hmm. he is to young people. Yeah. When he first became Pope, um, one of the first things that he said was open wide the doors to Christ Mm -hmm. and be not afraid. And that was such a message of his pontificate was be not afraid of where the Lord will call you. Mm. Um, Sometimes he calls us to challenging things, but he is always there with us and he will always provide for us and give us all the grace that we need and just open wide the doors to Christ. He really encouraged evangelization in the church and the term new evangelization is often associated with him of the importance of sharing our love for the Lord Mm. and um, encouraging others to enter into a deeper life with Christ. Yeah. 
Yeah, a moment when you forget what you're going to say. It's <laughs> happening right now. <laughs> <laughs> Sister Ignatia, do you have a devotion to John Paul? I I actually, I, I do. I, um, <laughs> so he actually, um, I'm of the, I'm a kind of person, it's not a virtue, but, um, when something is popular, I tend to not like it. <laughs> so that is not a good thing across the board. So I try to, yeah, forget that part of me, but yes, cause everyone seems to like John Paul II for a good reason, but yes, I do have a great devotion to him too. Um, yeah, for some more reason of like, yeah, he just like loved life and life was always beautiful and like no matter what. So fun fact, I think we've talked about this, but it, I was also at the World Youth Day in Toronto. Yeah. I was a tiny bit younger, <laughs> <laughs> just a tiny bit, um, but yeah. Like 10 like, years. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not really. Okay. <laughs> I don't even remember. I was, I was 12. Okay. I was 12. Only four okay. years. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I've gone back. I don't know if you've, have you ever gone back and like listened to his speeches? I have them? not. I've read some of them again, but you I haven't listened. Uh, I can't listen to them and not cry. Mm. Yeah. It's just like hearing his voice. Um, I didn't realize like how much of a, a seed of my own vocation. I think those mm -hmm. words were. So yeah, you know. that's where he said that famous line of, we are not the sum of that's our right. weaknesses. We're the sum of the father's love for us. <sighs> and he was like, already like ailing at that oh, moment yeah. like yeah he was doubled over and mm -hmm. like it was a, like strenuous for him to talk mm -hmm. yeah but he like wanted to yeah make sure he said those things to yeah. us yeah wow yeah that would have been like three years before he died I yeah think. yeah mm -hmm. and what might be some advice because I think yeah picturing a teenager or like an adult Catholic and yeah, the saints might not be a huge part of my life. And it seems like there's like 500 million of them. Mm -hmm. What advice might you give somebody who's like, yeah, I want to like develop a devotion to the saint, but I have no idea like where to start or yeah. Yeah. I think uh, like my dad, a good place to start is looking at the saint for the day. And there's a lot mm -hmm. of good Catholic websites and publications that highlight those saints. Um, think of the Magnificat. They often have a short little blurb about the saint of the day, or there's other websites where you can get emails. I think that's a good way to start. I think another way is to pray about what you're passionate about and mm -hmm. find a saint who was also passionate about those things, who has something kind of in common with you. Um, even though I don't have a huge devotion to John of God, <laughs> I, I do uh, really love that he is the patron of hospitals yeah. and mental illness and that there's something that we have in common there, you know, mm -hmm. that I'm um, serving in our healthcare apostolate and he's a good patron to go to, um, especially in our ministry to the poor. Yeah. Um, so I think that's a, that's a good place to start is to find a saint who has something in common with yeah. you. Yeah. Um, okay. So I guess like everybody go out and find find your saint friend yeah <laughs> get back to us see you like. yeah <laughs> and parents tell your kids about the saints yeah it's a great great way to build their relationship with the saints mm -hmm. and ultimately with the lord who yeah. they point us to mm. and sister carol ann thank you you're welcome okay. i hope you like religious life as much as i do if you have any questions comments or prayer requests Contact us at our website 
ssfpa.org. He leads, I follow. This show is a production of the Spoke Street Media Podcast Network. For more great podcasts, visit spokestreet.com.